0: That works very well for smaller companies. What the larger companies found is when we have lots and lots of teams, it doesn't scale very well. We have too many people, too many moving targets. They're not all aligned. We have teams of teams that are trying to build something and they're not coordinated. And that's when the methodologies of scaled agile framework came out. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development as businesses aim for long-term success. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sofian CTO. If you're looking for additional information around new product development or corporate innovation, sign up for Sofian's newsletter where we share news and industry best practices monthly. The fastest way to do this is to go to sofian.com that's dot com, and click the sign up and stay informed box. Hello, everybody. Nice to speak to you again. In this episode, we're going to talk just a little bit about agile and scaled agile frameworks, building on our last episode where we talked about StageGate. So in the software world, which is a world I come from and in all my life, the approach was always very much what was called a waterfall approach. You would spec out a release, go through great detail to document that release, define what the objectives were, and prepare what were called functional specification documents, functional requirements documents, system requirements documents, lots and lots of documents, many, many pages of documents. You'd go through that cycle for quite a while. In a software company our size would take uh, several months of getting that definition correct then you'd go develop all that and work through your development process. And then you'd go through QA and you would release. And what all companies found, ours included, was that process would get slower and slower and slower as your product got more and more complex and just continued to grow. So in our case, in the early days, we could knock out a release, let's say in six months, we were soon nine months, then a year, it was getting to be 18 months. And we were just far too slow in doing releases. So we had to change. And we're not the only ones. The methodologies were changing inside software development. And a group of smart people came up with something called Agile. The Agile, the famous Agile Manifesto. The Agile Manifesto would say how you're going to do this. And it was a different approach. It was an approach of don't spend a lot of time up front thinking, writing, documenting, because by the time you get the product out the door in the back end, it's probably going to be wrong. Things will have changed. The market will have changed. So now what you release is not right anymore. So instead, embrace change. Be prepared for a more adaptive moving as you go, learning as you go, figuring it out as you go. Maybe starting down one path and then changing to a different path because the path you're on is no longer the right path. May have been something you did to prove it's the wrong path, or it may have something changed in the market. And you got to be adaptable and change. So you break the problem down. And that became what became an agile methodology. And the agile methodology, lots of components to it, but the the heart of it is a team that's working in a cadence. And the cadence is often called a sprint. And they will do some work for a period of time, usually two or three weeks. And then they will take a review with stakeholders and say, this is what we're working on. This is what it looks like. A demonstration is critical so that people can see what's being built and then adjust and get the feedback and say, you know, that's not really right. We need to think about this, okay? Or this one's spot on, just keep going. And you just do that, iterate over and over through the process through some predefined number, let's say 12 or 14 sprints, to a release and if you follow those methodologies you're going to be more successful at bringing software to market so that's what the theories were and it'll by and large been very successful moving to agile companies are more responsive they are more dynamic they are faster to get the product to market although in the end it's not really getting it faster it's getting it better so the overall pace of development is probably about the same as it was in waterfall but the outcome is is higher it's more accurate to what the markets need so we all moved from waterfall to agile very happy with that different roles came in people called scrum masters and to kind of run that process and just like keep it going like a drum right imagine a drum just boom 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 and then software developers would operate to that to that drum and so it really was a clock that just kept Kept going through and driving the process. And then uh, you would do upfront early on. You had to have an idea of what you were building, right? So there were discussions early on. There were things called epics that were created. And that was your general roadmap of where you were going. And then later on, critical. In fact, doing it at each sprint, you have a little bit of a planning exercise where you say, this is what we're going to do. Then you go build it and you have a daily review, a team speaking every day on how that's going, and then at the end, a retrospective to say, well, how did we do? What will we change in the next sprint? That works very well for smaller companies. What the larger companies found is when we have lots and lots of teams, it doesn't scale very well. We have too many people, too many moving targets. They're not all aligned. We have teams of teams that are trying to build something, and they're not coordinated. And that's when the methodologies of scaled agile framework came out. They're called SAFE, Less dad, there's a number of different methodologies, but they are all oriented towards teams of teams, a clear understanding and definition of what you're trying to do, captured in something called the value stream. And the value stream is also a funding. So you're going to put a certain funding into your development into these teams of teams. And you're going to have these fixed teams of people just work in a coordinated fashion. So up front, the planning exercise gets more involved. You have to get all the teams of teams together so that they understand what they're going to do. And then you work in something called a release train, if you're in the scaled agile, the SAFE methodology. And the release train is just that. It's the team of teams working on what are called program increments or potentially shippable increments. They're small bits of work, ideally in a perfect world, any one of those could be shipped at any point in time. So that was the same in the Agile world. Theoretically, if you were doing Agile well, you could stop after any sprint and have something that could be released to the market. Well, that was the theory. It wasn't quite that way. But certainly, when you get later on in your sprints for a release, you could be fine-tuning and decide, okay, we can release now. When you're in a scaled Agile framework, it is very much that same idea. So you have these potentially shippable increments and then you say, this is the one that's going to be our release, this increment. And you have these alignment meetings, these system demos, where the teams of teams come back together and demonstrate what they have built and show how that they're all working together and their individual contributions are all integrated and working together. That's critical in the system demo. These are just a few of the elements of the scaled agile framework. There's a lot more to it, especially when you start to think about portfolio aspects of it or technology aspects to it. It can get very advanced, but it is a whole methodology oriented towards digital software teams, the digital products that are out there and, and coordinating very large, massive, engagements with lots of teams trying to build a product or a set of products to market now in the future we're going to be talking about well how does all that relate to stage gate how does all that relate to physical products so stay tuned hope you enjoyed this little bit introduction to the scaled agile framework and the agile ways of working have a nice day everybody thanks for joining us this week for innovation talks with paul heller For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com, S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.